Agot moed raboisai. Le'ilu nishmasimi mirosi ruspas Mordechai. Thank you very much for coming, all the guests. Today I have to do something differently than usual. This is the way you do it, la'alacha. First you make the leish vasuka. Yeah. Most, most. Kiddush, Kiddush and Avdol, you do it the other way. Five. We have a lot of guests. Who has the list of the guests that we have? The guests, let me just read this. Oh, goodbye. Shkoyach to the guests from Chutz Loretz. David Leif Cohen, formerly from Chicago. Where are you? Shalom Aleichem. I don't recognize you. Nechemi Shor, from Yeshiva in Yerushalayim. Nachem Shor. FOM, where are they? Shalom Aleichem, guys. David Gray from Miami Beach. David, wow. And this one is very interesting. Josh Dorvich. Shalom Aleichem. I did your wedding how long ago? 18 years ago. Come, come on. Here. People don't believe that I used to be a caterer. Shalom Aleichem, wow. Got a little white since then. Here, come here. Say Shalom Aleichem over here. Eighteen years 18 ago. You know how it was? It was good. It was good. It was great. Don't 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 pump the catering here. I'm the caterer in Chicago. <laughs> exactly, okay, exactly. thank you. Who else do we have here? And Le- Lev Schreiber from Lakewood. Where's Lev? Shalom aleichem. How you doing, Yavaldik? Um, before we start the music, we're gonna have a little music going. I just want to say, Dave Sharfman worked here till like 1 a.m. the first night. He's on a cruise. Check out the cruise. I don't know if uh, Gary could show it to you. He's busy. Gary, got it? Here we go. Is that the one you were on? Same one. So they have a massive sukkah, he says. And he's, he's the one also that did the, uh, the luach, one of the luchas that we have. Hi, Rebellion. We bought the beautiful, unblemished return to Listen to this. From the shop in Chicago, Mamash on Erev Sukkot, you said you only paid $40. But five minutes earlier, you had said that a shepherd who sold the land for a low price because he did not know the real value of the land is entitled to pay the full amount of compensation. So do you owe the shop more than the $40? good morning, Herschel Tuvel, Sydney, Australia. New, what do you guys think? You're a soicher. What's the... Oh, that's what I was thinking. A couple of things. First of all, last minute is a different price. Second of all, it was the Seicher herself who sells the Shregim who decided the price. She, if anybody knows the price, it's her. No? It's like, so I don't think it's a good Kasha. It was a very good Kasha to begin with. I thought about it. No. Good morning. What a Gavalik Simcha to come out on Yontif straight into catching up on Yenshurim. Enoch, it's pure Lishma, and there were no eggs or pancakes served, and it's Nine degrees Celsius out here. So please have a hot pancake for us. Bahavo Matasin Cheskel Moshe Rabbi Matikas from Manchester, no? All right. Let's do the uh some of the sponsors, then we'll have some music. The Mesech, the sponsor, Lin Shmasis Baruch, Bemoisha Aaron, Lin Shmas Moshe Lazar. Moshe Lazar, not the Shalom, and for that Slav, Chalon Yonah for my children. The Masechta is sponsored by Jeff Rosner. Yeah? Not you. This is a different one. Jeff Rosner, my son, Yosef Simcha Chaim, Ben Sarachana, 
Rufua Shlema Amen. The rest of the Masechta is sponsored by the official Mitzvah Motivators, Abra Menashe, Mechana Brocha, Rufua Shlema, sponsored by Chodesh, Lianichma Zechariah Ben Moshe, sponsored by Chodesh, as a schos, that Hashem should watch over me and ensure that I'm completely healthy. By the Belsky family, very close friends of MDY, Zechen Nishmas, their son and brother, Simcha Beryl David Al Hashem Ben Avram Moshe, Simcha Belsky, whose yard side is today. Lenishmas Rav Doiv Ben Rav Shimon Zichron Levracha Yudches Tishrei, MDY London family wishing family Dov Harris a huge Mazel Tov on the engagement of the son Rafi Telisheva Ginsbury Mazel Tov. Dov Harris is the one we mentioned yesterday on the turning of the daf. He's the one that's doing the entire thing. Rabbi said, if you don't mind, a little quieter over there in that corner. Thank you. Who? Nachum Katz. What's the Mazel Tov? Granddaughter got engaged. Wow, Nachum Mazel Tov. Bensi Yosevich. Wow, you're gonna have some tall Anaklach over there. No? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. He did watch this year. Don't watch this year. Let's. Uh, Raboy said that. Please, Raboy say. Yaakov Rieger. I don't want to call people out by name. I really don't. But if it disturbs the shear, I have a chiyuv. There's other people that are watching. Ten thousand people, and I asked once, twice, nicely. I have no choice. You're not. I please do me a favor. I don't want to call people out. So turn off your phones. Don't talk on your phone if you don't have to. It, it bothers me to call people out. But uh, some people want to be called out. I guess so they call. They speak a bunch of times. Sean Goldstein, ten dollars. Yaakov Rieger, eighteen. Shia Hoffman, thirty-six. Millerton, Cape Town, eighteen. Aaron Brecher or Brecher, one hundred and eighty dollars. There's still people are still donating. Adam a bunch came today. Richard Marinelli, 18. Mark Frisch, 15. Charles Katz, 54. Shachar David, 18. Daniel Dax, 500. Andrew Klempner, 18. Philip Katz, 54. Mark Dingelis, 54. Mitchell Rifkin, 101. Jacob Baum, 18. Abigail Hanna Moses, 10. Richard Freeman, 36. Joshua Dreds, 12. Daniel Turk, 150. It could be, I don't know, I don't know how it works. Maybe sometimes it gets all, here we have one here that for $5,000, so I'm thinking that it's broken down to months. So, P15, 30. Daniel Perez, I have to speak to Yossi Klein. Daniel Perez, 26. Joseph Engelstein, 18. Yosef Yo- Lewis, 15. Yosef Mevorach, 18. Where's Yosef? He's in Israel. where is he? Simcha Kreisberg, 13. Joshua Berman, $250. Yishkoyach. Raboisai. What's your name, Tzadik? I don't know your name. Dovi Brown. Dovi Brown on guitar. And here we go, Raboisai. Visamachto. We'll start with Visamachto. <laughs>
What a simcha, gishmak. By the way, I have to give a public gishkoyach to Benny Rodnik from Benny's. You should buy your meat at Benny's because he closes on Chalamoyed. That's the status. I'm closing Chalamoyed because I said it in Chagiga somewhere. So he took it. When we were learning Chagiga, I think it was Chagiga, we were talking about how beautiful Chalamoyed is. It's really yantif. It's really yantif. And we should be mimayed b'melacha. Most of the stores here in Ramat B'chemish are closed. Even, even food stores, even uh, restaurants, stuff like that. Tomorrow, tonight, I think, what? Uh, all the meat that Benny is going to sell from now on because of MDY, 10%, 20% goes to MDY, he said. 90% goes to MDY. Wow. You heard that? 10% himself and 90 to MDY. That's how much your markup is. Oh. And a big, a big. <laughs> but what do you mean MDY? It's the whole Ramapha Chemist MDY members. He has to make some parnasa. Okay. No, but seriously, he's been here for hours today, hours yesterday, hours the day before, helping. And so you should to him. You to the whole staff. I don't know the chef's name. Guy making omelets and pancakes. Heshi Pagro, Shkoyach Heshi, Shkoyach, of course, to the Salsa Brothers, Mordechai and Menachem. Who else? We had another guy that. I mean, Mordechai and Nechemia. Who? Who's Greenman? Oh, oh Greenman. Okay, Shkoyach. He's not here today, right? Reboy say uh, some bad news. Not really bad news, but tomorrow's shear, we had to cancel in the sukkah and bring it to MDY. So tomorrow, tell your friends, if you're in your shlime and you didn't make it, still there'll be a shear here in the sukkah on Hishan and Rabbah, Motzei Shabbos, here in the sukkah, pizza party. But tomorrow, because of Shalom Bayis issues and, and because the chef is not available, because Friday is a very, very difficult day, so we decided not to chep at the wife that much and to do it in MDY. I hope you forgive me. I think the same time at 10 o'clock we should do it. There's going to be a minion. We're going to try to move the minion. Okay, we'll keep you posted. But, Bez Hashem. Okay. Rabbi said one last thing, housekeeping. What? I say 10 o'clock, but he said there's a minion in MDY. We're going to move it. 10 o'clock tomorrow in MDY. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no, there's no uh, food, so we're gonna go to 11 o'clock. We'll be done. Yeah, 10 o'clock sharp. Yeah, don't worry, we'll have to bring you back. That's why we have uh, Mordechai Nehemia. One last thing, Rabbi said we're starting Masechtas in the Dorim very, very soon. I don't know the exact thing. It's like two weeks or so, less than two weeks. So the Gemaras are out, the Arsenals are out. They're waiting for new owners. They're waiting for people to bring in new people. I had a whole shmooze. There was a guy that was selling a struggling in Queens. I don't want to call out any people by name. He's selling a struggling in Queens. And he said he's going to try really hard to bring people to the share. And I spoke to him. He said, he, Mom has tried. 
and he wasn't successful. I got to schmooze with him and find out why. Some people are successful. A guy has a barbershop in Queens. He brought in 400 plus people. A guy sells his struggling to thousands of people, not even one. We have to find out why. I don't want to call him out, but rob him. I'm working on myself and the Midas, we're going to find out. But Lamaisa, you don't have to be like that, that guy. And you could bring somebody to Tyra and not worry so much about making money and a I mean, and then so, yeah, bring people to Tyra, boys. I go out there like the guy, the barber, stops ca random cars in the street. So you don't want to be Meshuggah like that? But bring one guy, one guy. You will get a Gemara, he'll get a Gemara, and let's go. What does that Tzaddik test have to do with Sukkot? Tzaddik test is the 98th daf in Sukkot. In, I'm sorry, in Ksubis. What does that have to do, 98, with Sukkah? Anybody? The mathematicians? That's how many Kvasim they brought in the Besamikdash on Sukkot. No! 14 times 7. Kvasim. No. Yeah. 14 times 7 can be 98. Yeah, it's 98. 14 times 7 is 98. Okay, he says I messed up. 98. It's 98. I went to Panovich. They told me. This is this simple. Some say that this 98 clawless corresponding to the 98 Kvasim. So, okay. Very good. That's that's it. But Raboy said we're in the middle of an unbelievable sugya. Uh, we spoke a lot about it yesterday, a fascinating sugya about sending an agent, a messenger, a shliach to do something for you. And the guy decides on his own to change what you told him to do. It happens. You tell him to sell a half a field. He goes ahead and he sells a whole field. What's Allah? So... So at the end of the sugi, just repeating here, at the end of the sugi, the, the Gemara brings from the Mishnah. If you take a look at the, at the chart over here, we have in the Mishnah three cases. Each one has its own little chiddush. This is the maskana, the cases. The first case is if she, she sold something that's worth 200 and she sold it for 100, that's her problem. It's as if she got her entire ksuba. We understand that. She acts a little bit as an agent. She's selling property. It's not really hers. Okay. The second case in the Mishnah is, we think, that she sold something that was worth 101. She sold it for 100. So she caused a little bit of a loss to the Yisoyimim. And therefore, it's completely void. It's bottled. The whole sale is void. She can't say, the Mishnah says, oh, I'll give back one. Let me keep the real estate. Let's, let's keep the deal going. I'll take a hundred. I'll give back the seven from my own pocket. One, no. She sold it. It's not even a, it's not even a sixth. It's not enough. We're talking about that she messed up on the sale. She sold something that wasn't hers for a hundred instead of a hundred and one. Okay. Now, Gemara says, based on this, the first case, when she has a ksuba that's worth a mana and she sells it I'm sorry, she has a ksuba that's worth a uh, hundred, a hundred and one, and she sells it for a hundred. This case. So you see from over here, the Gemara wants to prove that if you're a shliach, she's a shliach, and she sells something for a different price than what she's supposed to, it's bottle. So the Gemara says no. In the beginning, we thought we're talking about that she sold it for more or, or equal. The Gemara says, no, we're talking about she messed up. She sold it for less. 
She, that's the last, last word on the, on the Ahmed. What happened was, she messed up the sale, I just explained, she sold it for less. It was 101, sold it for 100. The Gemara in the Havimina thought it was 100, and she sold it for, for it was 101, she sold it for 101, and her, her soup is only 100. The Gemara says, no, that's not the Pshat. The Pshat is that she sold it for less. Says the Gemara on top of Tzadik Tesem that's where we're holding. So again, the Shailah is, we have a, a an outstanding Shaila here. We don't know what the, the shot is. We're trying to bring a, a riot from our mission. Again, you have an agent who's told to sell a half of something and, she, and sold more than it's supposed to. What's Allah? Because everything has. So again, I got to say the Kasha better. The, the Shaila is when a Shliach doesn't do what he's told to do, do we say that he added to what he was told? Added means that the first half is good, the second half is bad. Or we say what he did is terrible, it's, he ruined everything and everything is bad. So if a person sells double than he's supposed to sell, so the first half will be a good sale, the second half won't be a good sale. Okay, so now the Gemara says, How could you tell me that the case of this case, this, this middle case, yeah? She sold something that's one-on-one, she sold it for a hundred. How can you tell me it's a case where it's one-on-one, she sold it for a hundred, it doesn't make any sense. Why? This, the third case of the Mishnah is talking about where she messed up on the price and she sold something for too cheap. So if the third case is talking about that she sold for something too cheap, then the second case can't be the same. The mission is not going to repeat itself. Have a picture. Here. There are four fields here in this picture. They're in black. One, two, three, four. Her ksuba says 400 on it. She deserves 400. She went ahead and she sold all four fields to four different people for 100 each. The problem is that the final, final sale, the field is actually worth 101. And she sold it for 100. What's that law, Rabbi say? Three sales are good. The fourth sale is bottle of Mavuto Kafir So how could you tell me that the second case? Let's go back. So over here, case number, the red case over here is literally what you're describing. That it's worth 101, she sold it for 100. So how can you tell me that the blue case is the same exact case? The mission is repeating itself. <clears throat> mission doesn't do that. The Gemara basically says that all three cases have a Chiddush. They have some sort of dissimilar, but they all have a Chiddush. <clears throat> yes. They're all talking about where it's worth, she sold it for less than the value. Says the Gemara. <clears throat> oh, the Tani says, This is the picture. This picture right over here. Her Ksuba, she deserved 400. She saw the, the Gemara only says two cases, but it's really three. She sold to three people for 100. But the last, the fourth sale, Yafa Manavidina, it's worth 101. And she sold it, Bimana, for 100. She, her, the, last, the last sale is a void. Says Gemara Loi, Reish of No, not, you're right, you're onto something, but no, not really. We're going to say that both cases, the blue and the red, are both talking about where she undersold it. So what's the Chiddush in the safe? Of a safe, so if you look at the picture, fields one, two, three are hers. <clears throat> She's taking for herself. 
<coughs> Sorry. Taimo does Abdi Yasmi. Abdidah. When she <coughs> when she makes a mistake and feels one through three, that's hers. Mikrokayim. So again, the Khidish is that even feels one, two, three, I would think I should cancel that as well. We said one through three, it's a good sale. That's that's hers. Field number four is the Yusoyimims. Why is it the Yusoyimims? Because the one extra dollar over there is owned by the Yusoyimim. She's trying to steal from them. She undersold the Yusoyimim. So that we canceled. So I would think, I would think that since, we'll see soon, cancel hers, cancel all of them. Now Rashi just sticks in here, the, the halacha, we're going to see it on the base. Might as well say it again. We have to remember this. If I buy a house or I own a house in Betchemish, it's worth a million dollars. And I charge, if I own a can of tuna, and I bought it for $10, and I sell it for 20 what's halacha? Bottle. Bottle. You don't give the money back, bottle. If I sell it exactly a sixth more, then you get the money back, and the, the, the sale stays. <clears throat> what if I buy a, I have a, a house, somebody says, I, I know the, the value of your house is a million, I'm willing to pay you two million, is that I know? No, because ain't I know bikarkois. Bifrat says Rashi that we're talking about only one percent. What? <clears throat> Save your tires. Okay. So, because it's the beginning of this year, not everybody's going to make ten. So I want to tell you a fascinating thing about ain't I know bikarkois. This could explain a little bit. One of the best real estate deals that ever took place in the history of the world is anybody. Manhattan is not bad. I knew somebody's going to say Avram. Nah, it's not. Okay. I think Alaska. Alaska. Alaska was sold to the Russians. The Russians sold it to America in 1867 for $7.2 million. So I looked it up today. $7.2 million is $150 million today in today's value. $150 million for an entire state. I don't know if, uh, how it compares to Manhattan. I get $10. What, do I, what was Manhattan? What was Okay. Fine. Yeah, in true value, Alaska is much more valuable. But, you know, they, they, and they, they, they try to fire the guy, the Secretary of State, for doing such a terrible deal. Well, Seward, exactly. Seward, that's right. So the Misa, that's a, that's a Misa of you never know. In, in those days, they thought it was crazy. Fine. Let's go weiter. Says the Gemara. But look at this case. This exact halacha we have from the first first case. In gray. The what? She deserves 200. And she went ahead and she sold. A terrible real estate person. She sold a property that was worth 200. She sold it for 100. So you already see this halacha. In this ratio, the great case, she's done. She sold something that was worth 200 for 100. She's out of the picture. But in, in this case, where she, there's four fields. And the first three, we say that the, the sale is good. I would think, the last, last field, 
she caused a loss, so maybe the first three fields also shouldn't be sold. So we have a little chiddush over there as well. Now, going back to this amazing case of an agent, because I say amazing because it's mavish nagea to, to us every day on a daily basis. We have stories like this. The question is not, the first question that we thought is not a question. Some say, if I tell my agent, go sell a half, and he goes sells a whole, I tell him, sell, I have two apartments in Yishulayim, sell one, he sells two. That's not a shayla at all. What is Moisev? Again, what's the shayla in the Gemara? If an agent doubles or does more, do we say, whatever he was told to do, that stays? And the extra, that will be about two apartments in Yishulayim, I told him to sell one. One is sold. The second one is bottled. That makes a lot of sense. Nobody has a problem with that. Where's the shayla? So in other words, the shlichos is intact. Just the part that he messed up on that we erase. The question is, when he tells him, sell me, sell two apartments, sell a whole kur, and he sold half of what he was supposed to. I did you a big favor. You told me to sell two apartments. You know, I know that you're strapped for cash. If I would sell both, you wouldn't have cash. Whatever. Sorry. Let's say you don't need the money. What are you going to do with the rest? So I, I, I kept one piece of real estate for you. He didn't know that. The, the Balbas, the, the guy that sent him, didn't know. But you could say something. I told you to sell to one person, two apartments to one guy. It's an easier transaction. I have one, one document that says I sold both apartments. Now, because of you, I need to deal with other people. The Rishonim say, I thought it meant just I don't want to deal with more people. No, the Rishonim say, people are going to think that he doesn't have money, he's strapped for cash, he's constantly selling stuff, so they're going to, under, they're going to undervalue the rest of his stuff. Okay, for whatever, whatever the Sfar is, you go that way as well. Okay, so again, so what's the question that we're, we have right now according to this Gemara? He was told to sell a whole thing, and he sold half. He undersold what he was supposed to sell. Does that cancel the entire sale? Or perhaps no. Whatever he sold, sold, and let somebody else will find a better agent next time. He gives him a golden coin, and he says, go get me, go buy me a shirt. And instead of buying him a shirt with a golden coin, he found something on sale, for half the price, and he said, oh, I have extra money, let me buy him a pair of pants. So he buys him a shirt, uh, not pants, it was in, in England they don't like that word, what do they call over there? Trousers. He bought him with three trousers. Yeah. Dovaris, Dovaris, yeah, getting ready, getting ready. You gotta be careful, mamish. That could be bizyoyna, say that word over there. <coughs> what else can they say? Just don't say it. <laughs> well, no, there must be other words that are mamish, like, okay. Very interesting that Rashi point, Rashi says here, I don't know if anybody remembers that famous, um, I got a lot of compliments on it. How much is a cellar? Does anybody remember how much is a cellar? No, it's like a dollar is worth how many? Four quarters. I'll show you, I remind you. A cellar is for dinner. And a dinner is, is like nickels, remember? 
Okay, fine. I didn't expect anybody to remember it because I myself didn't remember. But all I remember is that a sella is for dinner. So if you have six of these, six sellas, six times four is how much? 24. For some odd reason, Rashi says that a sella has 25 dinarim. Look at Rashi. So Tysus is all over Rashi. He says, what's going on? We, we just learned in this Masechta that a sella has four dinner. And if and, and this five, six, this is a golden sella. A golden sella has six of these. The kids are six times four is 24, not 25. So to answer the question, and it fits in very nice into the Gemara because even Tysus points out that it's three and three. Fine. Tysus says, because the way it used to be is that they used to, when you trade money in, Yet you traded in, you gave a little bit more, you gave a cowboy. So it adds up to actually 25. That's what Rashi means. Okay, fine. Just wanted to point it out. Huh? Yeah, the commission. Okay, so what's the what's the what's the Gemara going at over here? He didn't do what he was told. He did half of what he was told. That's our question, right? Somebody, the agent does half of what he was told. He was told to buy a shirt, a, a garment, for six, and he bought it for three. Now, obviously, in those days, they didn't have prices, price tags like we have today. Every shirt was another amount. A shirt, whatever, took six months to make. It was a whole different story. And he had extra money. So with extra money, he bought him another garment. So what happened? So it says over there, we find out that the money is belonging to the Beis HaMikdash. Shneim Malu. So the sender, he's for sure Moyel. Why? I don't know for sure. But why is the sender Moyel, Rabbi Isai? Because there's a Shliach Ledvaravero when it comes to Hegdash. That we said yesterday. So if I send you to, to use Hegdash money, it's not on you, it's on me. So then why, did, why is the agent Chayev? The Gemara is going to discuss. So when a shliach does half of what he's supposed to do, like in this case, it's a good shlichos. So he did exactly what the balabais told him. So it goes back to the guy that sent him and he has to bring a carbon. But if the shliach who does half of what he's supposed to do, we cancel everything. So if we cancel everything, why does the, the guy that sent him have to bring a carbon? So you see from here, it doesn't cancel everything. What happened was, he bought him a six, he used all, he was supposed to use this sella, this golden coin to buy him a shirt. He bought him a shirt that's worth a golden coin. He just got a great deal on it. So what did the shleach do wrong? What did the shleach do wrong? He just bought extra things. Says Gemara Talis. He he shouldn't have used the money at all for the extra garment. Okay. So Nachamol. He bought him a shirt. He was supposed to buy. He spent six on the shirt. He spent three, but he bought him a six shirt. He bought him a shirt that cost hundred dollars. That's what he was supposed to buy. But he got it on sale for fifty. Yachi Seifa. Says Gemara, how do you explain then? Rebu Doimer, Av Bezeh Balabais Loi Moal. 
Tomer, can you make sure that they, that they're, they're not, what is it? What's the noise? The door? So open it up maybe. Open up a little bit and stop. Tell, tell, okay. Shkoya. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make fun. I can't, I can't concentrate like this. Zog Gemara. Even in this case, even though the guy that sent him is not Oyvah Mila. Why? It doesn't make any sense. Rabbi Huda is saying, you bought me the wrong thing. We're saying you bought him the right thing and you got it, you got it on sale. Over here he's saying, you bought me Cholik Now, just to understand what's going on, what's af? So it's beautiful. Rabbi said we're sitting in the sukkah. The Mishnah over there, Mila, I saw it myself inside. The other case, the first case in the Mishnah is a case of an esrog. The guy tells him, go buy an esrog for 100. He decides on his own to buy an esrog for 50 and a pomegranate for 50. Now listen to this. This is going to blow your mind, I think. The Belz Chassid called me up this morning and he tells me, I have a question for you. Why does the Gemara not mention the story of the Esri? The Gemara brings the second part of the Mishnah. And the second part of the Mishnah is a Seifa. And all over Shas, when you bring a Raya from a Mishnah, you bring from the first part of the Mishnah. You're supposed to bring from the Reisha. He starts quoting me Tysusin all over. He says, no, what do you think? I don't know. He says, so look it up. He says, Me'ila Dafchaf Aleph, last time we learned it, was five days before Sukkot. It was October 19th. Uh, October 9th, 2019. Five days before Sukkot. So five days before Sukkot, that makes a lot of sense. The Gemara over there, we'll talk about a, an Esrig before Sukkot. Now it's Esrigim after Sukkot. That's my favorite saying, Esrigim nach Sukkot. They have no value, Esrigim now. So that's why the Islam is a chap. Okay, he just wanted to show me that he's a genius and that he chap <laughs> that Mi'ilo the Chavalev was Erev Sukkis four years ago. How? Yeah, I checked it. You could check it also right now. Mi'ilo the Chavalev was five days before Sukkis. I checked it. <clears throat> you should know I sold sets for people that were going to get it three weeks after Sukkis. And we told them, we're getting it after Sukkot. They said, we're doing it for a research project. We want it. <laughs> full price. Really? Well, it doesn't have no value. Full price? Full price. My Sorghum are worth it even now. Wow. Listen. So the cash is much stronger, Rabbi boy side. If a guy could sell an S-Rig three weeks after Sukkot for full price, how does he not get one guy to join the Davra boy side? The cash is that much stronger. Wow. Wow, we're going to have to schmooze. We're going to have to schmooze. If I were the one that was not successful. He's just upset because he looks like that in the cartoon. <laughs> okay. But without him, we wouldn't have had live streams. Why? He got all the girls to sign up for YouTube. Oh, that's you? You got all the... Then? No. So everybody, what's his name? Uh, Planka also took... Uh, Planka was the one I met in the thing. He was n- number 900 and whatever. Okay, fine. Stama, uh, this is not so funny, 
But they say a famous, there's a famous mice on Sukkot, that Amaretz, a big Amaretz, like this guy right over here, he asked his uh, son-in-law, I'm going into the city, what could I get for you? It fits right in here. It's not that funny. You don't have to laugh and make me feel good. But the Amaretz asked his son-in-law, what can I get for you? So the, 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 the son-in-law is a Talmud Chacham. He says, get me an Esrik. Europe, Esrik. So he goes into the city and he sees the selling. They have two Esrik left. He's, how much do you want? $2,000. No problem. For my son-in-law, son-in-law. On his way back, Mr. Amaretz bumps into another Amaretz. What do you got there? You got an Esrik for, yourself, for my son-in-law. It's your son-in-law. And what about my son-in-law? What is he, chopped liver? He says, you know what? You give me a thousand dollars, I'll give you half the asterisk. Uh, that's what happened over here. He asked for a hundred, and he got a half as you got a half a rap. Okay, Akopanim, you see from here, the, if Rebuda says that it's a, we're talking about a bad clothing, so how can you tell me that he got a, a perfect suit just for half price? Cut him a So Gemara says, no, maybe the Pshad is my ra, domim. So you think it's a little bit of a but it's very cool. It means that he gave him, he bought it for very little money. So what's the problem if somebody buys something? Really, isn't that a, a mile? I bought something, you're supposed to pay 100, and I paid half price. So, by the way, the, I don't know if I should say his name, but it's a guy that called me the, to this morning to tell me Pshad Mila. And he said that he once won, he's on, serious, he once won a raffle Emes, a raffle to a store that sells men's clothing. And he's a very small guy. If you ever saw him, he's tiny. So he won a suit and a shirt. So he comes to the store and he realizes that if he asks the guy from the store for his size, he's a children's size. And children's size is not as valuable. So he came up with a chap. He says, give me a suit for, you know, my father and a shirt for my father. So he says, okay, fine. And then when he checks out, he says, okay, but I want the credit for it. So he says, did I do the right thing? He went back to, to, to yeshiva and the, there was a big nidon if you're allowed to do something like that. He says, they were masking to give it to him. But once they were masking, then he turned it into cash. He, if they would have given him his size and turned that into cash, it would have been half the amount. Okay. Basically, basically, so the Gemara says that, no, it's not Pshat. You bought a $100 shirt for $50. Could you imagine if you would have spent $100 on a shirt? You'd have gotten a $300 shirt. Not a $200, a $300, even more than $12. That's the Pshat and Rashi. <clears throat> Three could buy six, but six could purchase more than 12. You made me lose. That's what he's saying. Because you got on sale a shirt for three and you only got a, a, a value of six, could you imagine if you, on that same sale you would have purchased with six, with the money I gave you, you would have not just get a 12 shirt, you'd get a 13, 14 shirt. Oh, Givaldic. And we're talking about 12. <coughs> Rev Gifter. Chaim Shmulevitz. Two times 12 is not 24. Two times three is not the same shirt. It's a different shirt. It's a whole different thing. Oh, Mari, they were talking about 12. Givaldi. Daikinami. So the Gemara brings a Rai here. And it's a good thing you came to share today because if you wouldn't come to share in Stam, you'd look in the article, let's say, and just read it by, you might not understand simple Pshadir in the Gemara. 
Deganami, the Ktani, Moida Rebuda, Bikitnis, Shishneim, Malu. Kitness. A guy gives his agent, he says, go buy, I'm making chon. Today's Thursday, right? I'm, I need chon today. Go buy me some chon beans. Here's a seller, buy me a seller worth of beans. The guy goes and he buys with a half a seller, half the amount he was told. So is that mevatel the shlichos or not mevatel shlichos? He's not going to make a half a chon. Or maybe let him make half and he'll go send his other kid to buy the other half. Maybe it's, it, it continues to going. What do we do? Both the sender and the agent are over Ami'ila, they both have to bring a carbon. Because when it comes to beans, it doesn't matter how much you buy, you don't get a discount. Now, it goes weiter a little bit, just to understand the basic, simple pshat here. I'm not going to say anything serious, just to understand what's going on here in the sugya. And the Gemara says, we'll just finish these lines over here. What's the case? They just assess it. No, then you could get a discount. They, they sell it in like uh, jars, a jar of beans. So he don't buy me two jars two, today. Buy me two bags of beans. He bought him one. So you don't cancel the sale. You go back to the store and buy another. Nothing happened. You didn't lose money on it. Now, Basic, simple pshat. Rashi explains this. You can look in Rashi to understand. Good pshat here. But Rashi says like this. It's impossible that the shliach bought less than he was told. Again, the guy said, here's a seller. Go buy two bags of beans. Says Rashi, it's not pshat that he bought a half a bag of beans. Why? Because if he bought less than he wanted, then of course, the loyosah shlichusoy the Balabais does not have to bring a carbon. He's not going to have to bring a carbon on that. So the Pshat is, with a half of the amount, it doesn't say it in the Gemara, but it's very, you have to know this. It's very simple, but, so with half, it's a Cheshbet. It's impossible that he bought half the amount. He bought the entire amount with a half a seller. And that's why he's over. That's why the Balabais is over. And that guy bought with the other half something else, not just beans. He bought potatoes, and that's why he's over because of the potatoes. We take that, and, and, and the Gemara's bring a riot to a shirt. A shirt, he bought the shirt he was supposed to. That's what the Gemara's trying to prove here. Don't tell me he bought a ra, a bad shirt. He bought less than he was supposed to. He bought him a great shirt with half the money. But when it comes to a shirt... We mevatel the whole thing. It's not beans. Shirts and beans are different. The case is the same, but the outcome is different. Because in a shirt, he could say, you're right, you bought me the shirt I told you to buy, but I could have got Tzveimol 12. I could have got a much better shirt. Now we use the other svar that we said before. Two times three is much, I would have got a 13 value shirt, and instead you gave me a six value shirt, and I don't want that. In other words, he, he demanded, he asked the guy, he said, go get me a shirt that's valued six, we said, right? And he brought him a shirt that's worth six. Nevertheless, the mechir is bottle because he could have gotten a much better shirt. But what we're trying to prove from, so let's go back. What are we trying to prove from beans? We're trying to prove from beans that he got everything he wanted. And by shirt also he got everything he wanted initially. He got a six shirt. 
And by beans, he got the two bags. But by beans, it's a good sale because all he has to do is add to the sale, buy another bag of beans. And by shirt, it's not a good sale. But the proof is a good proof. That's, it doesn't say it here in the words. You have what I'm saying? Okay. Omar, I pop about, huh? Sponsors. Yeah, no, good. Thank you for waiting because this is something you couldn't say sponsors in the middle. I think this is the last day for a, a Chonim Pressman. He's known as Pressman because he presses me to give a Chumashir, which probably won't happen. In honor of my uncle, Rebbe Chonim Pressman, as a schos for a year filled with Mazel, Brochat, Slochas, Simchas, and Parnas Berevach, as a schos to continue being able to support Toiro and to finish Shas with Rebelli, Lechaim, Lechaim. Okay, Toshma. Again, what's the question? Rebbe you remember the question? I send the agent to buy a hundred and or to sell a hundred, and he sells half. Says the Gemara, Hoisik Subasa Abram Learn from the from the case in the Mishnah. So we go back to this case. She sold four plots of land to make up her Ksuba. We're gonna have it two more times today. This and one more time for different rice. She sold three fields off to three different people for a hundred each. And the last piece of land, she sold it. It was worth 101, mana of a dinar. And she sold it for how much? Mana. So what do you see? That if a shliach, she's a shliach. She was supposed to sell 400 worth. How much did she sell? 300. In the beginning, she's selling off. It's a good sale. And over here, what about the, the, the taina that the Yisrael could say, we don't want so many stars. Remember that taina? I don't want a lot of stars. It still works. So isn't that a good raya? The, the, the diuk of the Gemara is from the word kayam here. Not on the bottle, but on the kayam. You see that it's good. It works. The first three work. Even though she did less than necessary. And we're going to use this answer later on also. If you look at this picture, it's great. You have small fields. It's not one giant field. They're actually divided into four. So when it's divided up to four, it makes sense. You sell it up in four pieces. You can't, the, the Yisrael can say, oh, we want to sell to one person. It's a four, it's four different things, like four apartments, let's say. Parcels. Different parcels. Pshito, now the Gemara just goes, says, Ochanami, so now we're still also, we're talking about small fields. Pshito, don't prove anything from the Mishnah. A guy says, you're my agent to sell my properties, but only to one person. I don't want to deal with two people. It happened to me also. Uh, the guy, the guy, a giant company, was only interested in selling to one investor. Didn't want to deal with a lot of people. Much better for them. Much cleaner. One transaction. You go through all the headaches with one person, the backs and the forth. On all, the, it was so, a lot of different properties. One one buyer, much better for them. It happens all the time. He says, Mufurish, I want to sell to one, and you get a better deal like that. They don't care. They want it like that. So, then it's obvious that the agent cannot veer off and then sell to two, two people, and if he does, it's not hal at all. But what if he just said one? In English, you could say, sell to someone. I'm just saying, sell to one. Did he mean one but not two? Or he meant just, you know, that's how people talk. It's bedafka. He said one, he means one, not the two. 
It doesn't matter. This is how people shmuel, sell to a person. Could you sell, can you sell my price to someone? Someone, I know there's two someone shows up. Okay, it's also good. Even a hundred people. So they went to him. What if a person didn't say specifically don't sell to two people? He said sell to one and they sold it to two people. What's the halacha? Is a bottle on Adam? It's not a problem. Now, okay, so the agent has a lot of power. You tell him he can do whatever he wants. The guy said one. He sells it to five people. What if the agent made a mistake? And he sold it for less than its value. Um, I hear, yeah, I also had a little bit of a problem, but you see that the agent has power. That's why I stuck it in. He has some sort of power. How much power? No. If he makes a toes, sort of a toes, you say one and you sell to two people, fine. But not in price. Why would I cancel? Yeah, what does he say? <clears throat> Okay, I am Toysvis. I we learned ain't another karkai. So even if he makes a little bit of a mistake, the mecher should be. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. He gave him rights. Okay. Ain oinol karkais. Over here, I gotta say my maisa because Akashbroch we did a, a toyvit to me once, many many times, but specifically in this case, and I said the story, you guys know it. I'll say it again, that I, had, I still have this property in Decatur, Illinois. Uh, it's like 350 apartments. And I was going on a buying spree. I was trying to buy up the other buildings because once upon a time, it was built by one person. And there's a lot of, you know, the swimming pool in the middle, this and that. But the guy, some chacham, decided to sell off like three of the buildings. Like, let's, let's say there's 20 buildings, 15 buildings, I don't know how many. He sold off three. Problem is, I, I didn't have control on those three buildings. They were bringing drugs and stuff into the thing. It was ruining my property. It was a very enclosed property. And this sitting, I, I had no control. So I decided I'm going to buy these buildings up no matter what the cost is. I don't care. I got to get rid of these people. I gotta, it's better for, my, for the rest of the property. So I was negotiating with, and they're all the same exact buildings. Mamish, they're built by the same contractor. Same as mine. So I was negotiating back then. It was a long time ago. Maybe 10 years, I don't know. $40,000 an apartment. I, I, I'm sure I said the story. One of my favorite. So as I'm negotiating for this guy, $40,000 apartment, uh, I'm introduced to another owner of one building. He owns one building. And his building was better than all the other buildings. It had brand new windows, brand new roof. And good tenants. There was no drugs in his building. But I decided, I'll buy, I'll buy his building also. So I sit down with him. So he says, he was a southerner. You remember this, Maisa? <clears throat> he says, listen. Uh, he says, how much do you want? How much do you want to pay me? So I, I said, no, I, I know you can't say the first price. Maybe I'll misspeak. I said, well, how much do you want? He said, okay, listen, listen. I bought this over 10 years ago for $18,000 an apartment. Now I know that the prices go down. That I know. Like I'm a big chacham. I understand real estate. Prices go down. This the depreciation, he tells me. I, I get it. I get it. So what do you say you give me $16,000 an apartment? So for the same exact apartments that the other ones are 40. <clears throat> so I, 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 I was making a real quick chesh my head. Should I, I, should, I could get him down to 15, to 14. The, the guy's a mishogana. Maybe for zero. I don't know. But I couldn't. I didn't have the heart. So I said, you know, 
if if you if you agree, it's it's, it's you know it's a high price, high price. Because yeah, I understand it goes down in value, but if you agree to close within like ten days or whatever it was, less than two weeks, then I could do the deal. Otherwise, I'm not doing the deal because I was scared that he's gonna go tell his friends and his family and they're gonna tell him sugar. You're not normal. Now, there's no way no the carcass. I didn't rip him off. There's no way no. He asked for less than half the price. I still own that property. I think it was a what? It wouldn't happen with Jews. No. <clears throat> no. <clears throat> it would happen for carrot. Enough for carrot. <clears throat> it's worth 16 and they take 40 or whatever. Okay. Ain't I know the carcass. Hanimili says the Gemara, Hanimili, the Tobalabais. Over here, this is the Balabas. It's his problem. He made a mistake. He's a genius. He had a, I'll just explain to you what he was saying. A lot of people buy real estate because there's depreciation. The actual value of the building, the government in America decides that the building goes down in value every year. No matter what, you could buy a very old building or a very new building. Every year they take off. They say the pool went down in value. That this one, they have a whole thing and it comes off your taxes. So for him, after 10 years, they already took off the depreciation. So it's not worth that much for him. That's what he's trying to say. He didn't have that. There's another value to real estate besides what the government says. Okay, fine. Avol Tosh Liach. I don't know. Now, his, his children are in charge of selling his real estate now. Avol Tosh Liach. I don't want to say with the accent the whole thing. He's a, he's a white guy, but from the southerner. It's unbelievable. I understand, man. Okay, whatever. Says the Gemara. When the Balabais himself makes the mistake, there's no way not. But over here, when an agent makes a mistake, even in real estate, I only sent you to help me, not to ruin it for me. What are we doing with time? How bad are we? 11, 20, oh, what was done? We're only going to the Mishnah. Okay, fine. We're only going to the Mishnah. How do you know there's a difference between an agent and the Balabais himself? It's not. Take Truma from me. Now, we know the famous here. This is Yoshi did this. Truma. What's Truma? If I have fruit, I'm supposed to take and give to the Kayan. How much should I give to the Kayan? Everybody knows. 2%. Now, why 2%? Zakti Gemara. Rabbi, I have a question for the Oilam. It is a real serious question. What percentage of Klai Yisrael are Kayhanim? 2%. Oh. How, what percentage of Klai Yisrael are Kayhanim by the first, first Kayhan? You hear? The first, first Kayhanim, how much were they? 8%. 5 out of 600,000. No. 4 out of 600,000? 5 out of 600,000. More. That's a fraction of fraction. Now, Think, these are things you probably didn't even think about. Even today, uh, MDY, once a week when the client doesn't show up, we don't have, we have 50, 60 people in the million and no client. The percentage is very, very low and it's lower than 1 to 2%. I'll tell you why. Because we're not even including, first of all, Shevet Levi is one of the smallest, right? And they're only the Kayhanim out of the Levim. And don't forget that there's another 10 Shvatim somewhere. Uh, how many Koyanim are in here right now? No. And Rabbi Shomer says, okay. It's more. Oh, there's more. And Levim, Levim is more. Okay, fine. So here's the question. What happened? <clears throat> We're almost finished. 
So now that a coin gets one or two percent, is it fear that a coin gets one or two percent of the fruit? Is that going to be enough for him? The answer is yes, much, much more than he needs. Like, never really think about it. He gets, he also gets, he also gets a Trumas Meister from the Levi. But don't feel so bad for the Kayan. He's actually getting a lot more than a regular Israel gets, percentage wise. And the reason is because he's, he's serving Akash Baruch, whatever the reason is. Okay, now, how much Truma do they have to give? Even a nothing, even a one, one grain out of your whole thing. But we made Shirim. The Bainanini gives how much? 2%. If you're very, very large, how much do you give? 2.5%, 1 out of 40. And if you're a little stingy, you give 1 out of 60, which is 1.5%. The middle is 2%. So 1.5, 2, 2.5. Two so you tell your agent, go ahead and do Truma for me. How much truma should he give? Any day to is He gives two percent. If he gave, he gave less. He took off more. In other words, he gave two and a half percent. He only gave one and a half percent. Truma truma. Okay, that's it. He can make a mistake a little bit to here, a little bit to there. Half a percent each direction. The owner himself, even if he gave 5% by mistake, so you see the difference between the owner and the agent. <clears throat> Fine. You know, this. when I lived in Bnei Brak, my father used to be mafresh, everything that came into the house, you know, there's people that do that, Trumas and Maizra, everything, there's a guy in yeshiva, I'm not joking, anytime a frumi would be mafresh, like from the badats that said that, he would eat it. Because he held that you cannot take truma from chulen, and you go around, you taking off a piece of chocolate, take, give me, okay, if I'm not, I'm not making this up. There's people like that. Shema, tashma. <clears throat> okay, so finally, we're going back to this case, and we had this, this is just a riot to something else, but it's the same case, and the same answer, so we're very familiar. Tashma, what's the question again? If the, we forgot the question. What if I tell my agent to sell to one person and he goes out and sells it to two people? Oh, so I'm going to use the same exact case. Here's the case. There's four fields that she has to sell or, or she could sell for her ksuba and she sells it to three people. She's supposed to sell it to one. She's like a shliach. She's an agent. The Yisraelim don't want her dealing with four people and she sold it to three. So you see, you could sell, even if the guy tells you to sell to one, she sells it to three, it works. Could somebody tell my anical to be quiet? <laughs> kidding, kidding. We're almost done. I was kidding, Yenachem. It works. You see that if I tell you to do one and you sell to three, it works. This is where we took this answer from before. We're talking about small fields, four parcels. You have to sell to four people. You could sell to four people. Have a wonderful Moyed Agut Yantif tomorrow at 10 o'clock in MDY. Benching, Rabbi Sai, benching.